Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse, where every week myself alongside my compatriots go through every single issue of every single volume of Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley's Invincible! Oh shit! No, ch- I ah, God damn so, it! God, uh, Jacob, damn. you, were you so, know what? It was the I, pause. I'm and so then sorry. It's you're supposed to be like. Yeah, I keep forgetting. It's mainly because Malcolm's not here, so usually I wait for Malcolm to actually do anything. So I'm so sorry. I jumped the gun. I'm so sorry. But he is correct, dear listener. Unfortunately, Malcolm is unable to join us this week because he, pulling the curtain back a little bit for you to peek behind. Uh, He works at a comic book shop and free comic book day is tomorrow as of this recording. So he is hard at work. Yeah. You know, I I didn't know there was going to be a free comic book day this year. Yeah. Like until last week when you told me and I was just like, what? That's not (laughs) fair. That's not fair. I'm way not prepared for this. What am I going to do? Am I gonna go? And it's just like I think I should go. I I don't know what I'm gonna do. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're listening, please get ready for find find information right now for the comic book day wherever your local yeah, comic book where, stores are. Wherever you like, you go to your LCS, or even if you haven't gone into a, a comic book shop near you uh, recently <laughs> or ever, free comic book day is a great time to go in, get some free comics, spend a little bit of money so that you can make sure that your comic shop feels the love. But it's yeah. just, it's a great time. So I yeah. would definitely recommend it. I think the last time I went to a comic book shop was when you came into town. Oh and, yeah. And, like Christmas. Yes, exactly. And, uh, and I was like, uh, and it was, but I've been to the, it's funny because the comic book store that that's here in Tucson, it's also a game store and like record store and everything like that. So I've been going to the record store and the game store more. <laughs> I haven't gone to the comic book store since like, I think you were around and uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it's high time. I should probably do that. Especially yeah. now. You know, you know, I mean, now's the best time. It and just you... sucks. Yeah, last year, you know, we missed all our chances to do the 2020 thing, which yeah. is yeah, like the double digits there, you know. So this is good. This is good time as any to do it 2021 because it sounds more f- futuristic anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, it's like what the 70s thought what the future would look like. It's this year. It's <laughs> Blade like, Runner 2021. Exactly. Like it's uh, just really smoggy cities. Yeah. Just walking around <laughs> in big coats. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the Gosling. future. May May October 15th, 2015. And you're like, oh yeah, it still still oh, looks the same. Huh. Uh, weird. Oh. but yeah so um check out your local comic book shop give them some love tomorrow if you are in the tucson area go check out heroes and villains malcolm is working hard and he is going to be working hard all day tomorrow but we are here we are talking about volume 15 of invincible oh man um this is uh this was a lot man i was not prepared for this (laughs) this is our immediate aftermath for the uh for the uh vulture my war yeah we're kind of getting out of that stage and heading into the next one and i am of course joined by the only man who i would coax out his dinosaur form and break him out of a high security prison to go on the run as a fugitive jacob (laughs) brown hey y'all this is jacob brown of course but uh i just want to say 
oh my goodness, we're going to have so th this is um, this is the beginning for the uh, of the arc leading up to issue 100 people. Yeah, like this is this is it. This is where yeah. you're going to start. So right this here. is uh, issue 79 through 84. And even though it's not like the full eight issues that we got from last week, there's a lot that they pack into these six issues, right? Yeah. So let's just let's just dive into it. Oh, um, man. I'm really excited about the start of this because oh, yeah. ba -ba -ba, we got the finger gloves. Yeah, we finger got gloves the... are back. Mark Grayson was feeling the exact same way that I was. I felt seen. I felt seen because he's like, you know, it's cool. It's just not working for me. So what do we do? We get this beautiful splash page of Mark back in the finger gloves. He's got yeah. the knee pads. Knee pads. It's great. Oh, boy. I know you were a fan of the updated look, but I just I, I yeah. love the classic costume. It's it's what film it's what I fell in love with the character in the first place. It was like back in back when it first started. Yeah, this this classic outfit is great. Man, it's just those knee pads just really like bother me <laughs> so much. More you know what the the function of them in this splash page is actually good. Uh the whole like uh in uh they actually cover up his knee like when he like bends his knee they actually actually right. work as as knee pads. And you know what? I've never understood that function until i actually <laughs> saw it drawn here in front of me and it's so it's so funny like i, I you know i just uh, i love the the other look was just because it was just more streamlined and everything like for that. sure but yeah yeah i do i do agree that it should have been the streamlined with like fingerless gloves that i think that would have just made it best of both me. worlds yeah exactly but like, as we are. as we kind of get into it um He's reuniting with Adam Eve, who is uh, trying to fit into her costume. Oh, Adam Eve's thick. She's real with thick three C's. <laughs> Seriously, and it's Mark's it's, all about it too. <laughs> oh, he's super into it. I mean, yes. who wouldn't be? Uh, yeah, but seriously. like, he's super. Like, I am totally cool with this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's um, the big question that every guy dreads, and it's just like, does this does this dress make me look fat? And and he's just like, um. He's like, no, Whoa, you look amazing. You look, yeah, he's just like, you look fantastic. He's he's just one. If this wasn't a kid's like comic, I swear it would have been just immediately. Like, could you could you do me a favor and like take it off and sit on my <laughs> oh face my immediately after this, please, uh <laughs> or at least keep it on and then. Because that's exactly what this look is when you oh, like see this. He's like, you look because that dot 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 has a moment of just like, oh, he's gonna say something nasty, <laughs> amazing. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Well, Mark doesn't have time for uh, for sitting because he has to go and fight some uh, fight some villains. And we get this nice little montage of him fighting multiple different villains. Some we yeah. recognize, some we don't. The elephant. Uh, the elephant. I is always love seeing the elephant. Uh, uh, the guy with the clockwork orange eyes. His name is Insomniac. He's in other oh, interesting. stuff. Okay. Uh, Kirk Shirk. You got Furnace. Doc Seismic making his Doc Seismic big return. The giant also. I can't. How many times he has to fight some of these characters? You know. Yeah. They like say down. But the elephant well, is always my favorite. <laughs> agreed. And it seems like things are kind of going back to normal, with the exception being that Nolan is back on Earth for a limited time. Um, I love the scene of him just being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't stay here, huh? And Cecil's like, I, I think it would probably better if you just went left, bro. Oh, yeah. And 
we get uh, the reintroduction of Dinosaurus, who is oh, back. Man. This is a big Dinosaurus uh, volume. But the main kind of crux of this first chapter is this double dinner date with uh, with Mark and Eve. And I have to say, this cover is very deceptive, <laughs> just like during the uh, during the conquest uh, arc where the covers, if you just pay attention to the covers, you would have thought that Eve died. In this yeah. one, the cover made it seem like Immortal and Duplicate's kid was playing with Mark and Eve's kid. Yeah. And they're just both uh, Duplicate and Immortal's kids, uh, which I guess makes sense. Twins, yeah. Duplicate, just a twins. Yeah. So they have this dinner. I thought it was hilariously awkward, which I love. Yeah, um, <laughs> these these conversations are very, very like yeah. so he's like, like talking individual for my favorite is immortal. Just being immortal. Like, you know, I just I felt really bad for John Wilkes Booth because he <laughs> didn't kill me, but he was punished <laughs> like he did. But it's like, you know, ah, you know, say la vie, water under the bridge. You know, it's it's just <laughs> I I really love their interaction and I I love how adult this makes them feel. Yeah, but, yeah. It, they, they've definitely come on their own. And one of the things that like, um, I think Debbie points it out uh, um, early on when they're like, uh, oh, and uh, for in the time that Mark's been gone, uh, Debbie and Eve are like BFFs now because <laughs> they just like, they've been hanging out all the time and they just like, and Mark's so super uncomfortable with it because, you know, he didn't get to see them evolve yeah. to this level. It's weird. So, for it, him. so it's weird for him. Uh but, but we I, get this we get this yeah. really kind of heartbreaking uh conversation between Mark and Eve out behind the house where we find out what happened to oh, Eve's pregnancy and it's that oh. she got an abortion and this was yeah. heartbreaking but in that same moment they kind of reaffirm their love for each other and even though this is something terrible that happened it's not like it's it's kind of crazy because you you can't imagine how these conversations would go unless you've like had that conversation and it's like it's this is this is the best that this conversation could get yeah. being written down um who knows what those conversations are because holy holy goodness i could not imagine when this happened i was just like oh Oh no. Yeah. Like I, you don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would do in the situation. And, and it's, it's, th this just shows you how great, um, Kurtman is, is like, and introducing real world elements and saying like, you know, this is still like, this is still our world, you know, yeah. we just have superheroes and villains and stuff like that. We just have protocols for this kind of nonsense that that's very bigger than world. But you have to remember People can still get STDs and have abortions and all that yeah. stuff. And, and, and huge this props is, to Ryan Otley, who really sold this. this. This art is heartbreaking. Like all outside the darkness, yeah. like having this conversation really out in the dark with shadow. no light. It's all this use of shadow. It's just it's you're so in this moment because of just like how dark it, it is for a moment. How funny yeah. enough it is symbolizing that exactly and and um and and having this conversation it's just so incredible it is interrupted by like um the, the, this quick you know, <laughs> duplicate being like that bitchy friend who's just like seriously they're not gonna be together for you know after a week and it's like sh shut up we're having a moment here <laughs> <laughs> it's like so awful but, but then but, we yeah. get to the next yeah. chapter where we find out that big changes are coming to uh 
to Mark's life, uh, Debbie and Nolan are back together officially, and she mm-hmm. is going back to Telescria with him to visit Olivier. So, yeah. um, this is our this is our first Olivier or no Olivier volume in a long while, which yeah. I could feel his French absence, and it made me <laughs> it made me sad. Oh, you were like chocolate blue. I was like au revoir, <laughs> Olivier, for now. <laughs> oh, my little baguette. No, oh, uh, <laughs> but uh, basically, Eve ends up moving in with Mark, and they. kind of take over the house and then the big kind of moment for this chapter was the uh the conversation between mark and william oh yeah comes out to mark and it is (laughs) awkward awkward (laughs) as hell um and it's you know it's all it's to 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 be to be honest it's awkward for any straight person to know about this um after a certain amount of time of getting to know a person and then this happens and you're like, huh, never saw that coming. That's interesting. And it's like, you know, we, cause the way like William and, and Rick talk, it's like, Oh yeah, they're, they're together and everything, but yeah, it's really they're just, funny. They're just chatting, but it's just the funny thing is when it starts going like, uh, I, what does he say here? He's, he's like, uh, whenever you're ready, babe. And he like kisses him on the cheek. Cause they're like going to have dinner. And he's like, yeah. what? <laughs> you're you're gay and like whoa and it's just like so like oh yeah 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 uh it's it was rick he like totally i found myself i love what william says actually he this this is for any millennial who's ever had to come out and it's it's the these exact words that i felt it's like yeah i've been kind of finding it all of my life not willing to let myself admit it i never really knew how to tell you eve knows and spring it to spring it on you like the end Sorry to spring it onto you like this. You know, the, that is very true. The, 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 I've been fighting, I've been kind of fighting it my whole life. Mm-hmm. And that is it. That's, that's kind of what the, the antithesis of like that, of why it was just not right to what was, the, what was blocking most people to, to just come out. And um, now it's not a problem. You just do it whenever you want whenever you feel like it. And, uh, but, but in a, it's, it's strange to think of this like 20 years ago, not, right. not even, even like 10 years ago. It like, this was still very awkward. This was still very awkward to do. And um, it's, it is, it's a big game changer. And uh, in change in terms of like how you see your family and your friends. Um, and it's, it's beautifully well done here. Yes. It's very awkward. I do <laughs> love it when they're like saying, it's like, no, no, it's just like, well, yeah, well, well, the Invincible well, says it. It's stupid yeah. of me to think that you're attracted to me and, and they'll let that weird me out, right? And he's just like, no, no, no. I've, been, I've always been extremely attack, tra- attracted to you. And there's so much evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mind went immediately to when he was dressing up in Mark's costume. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so sorry. And I just the palm in the face. Poor Mark. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. and, then, and then it kind of wraps up in a, in a cute little joke where Rick's just like, hey, like, I think that like went really well. William's like, yeah, you know, it went fine. It's just I don't think he'll ever take me flying again. <laughs> and I like it's oh, man, it, it's a funny line to walk with that. Yeah, because I mean, I've I've had conversations with friends where they have come out to me, whether I was aware of it or not. And it is, it is an awkward conversation, but it's like having that conversation allows you to be part of their life in such a, 
it helps a, you bond a, exactly yeah. a much yeah. more it's, immersive it's a way big, because it's a big step for both of you in your absolutely. friendship absolutely and it's, it's a the, huge trust fall essentially for yeah them to be like hey look this is who i am and i want you know i'm sharing this with you because i trust you yeah exactly and like being able to accept that is it, it it's good that we got a scene like this yes it was absolutely wonderful to like have this human moment um with mark and uh, and william here finally yeah like, absolutely and, and and what's great is from here on in william's great this is it. Well, it's great. It's, William's fine. They're like he figured himself <laughs> out, and from here on in, it was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, we got it. Now we get the the William from the show. Yeah, you're welcome yeah. here. Here, here he is. <laughs> so now we are a hundred percent out of the show territory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you don't know. Oh, yeah, no. So no, we uh, we continue on in this chapter, and we meet who might be my favorite new character. Oh yeah, uh, Chris also known as gravitator gravitator i just i love the story of this guy who like he he doesn't make a lot of money and he wants to propose to his girlfriend so he invents new technology exactly. and is like i am going to rob a bank because <laughs> i want to propose to my girlfriend and it just becoming this like whole thing but i love that they have a conversation that invincible kind of turns yeah. him away from this and he's like look just go sell your stuff like you'll get the money to get a ring he's like all right cool thanks for giving me a shot and then we get this really sad moment with art where he shows up to the house and he's oh, like, yeah, hey, yeah. I just wanted to say hi to Nolan, <laughs> you know, and they've already left. Him and Debbie left. And it's it's very sad and it makes me sad. <laughs> it's it's such a, did you just hear, did you just hear either like Charlie Brown Christmas time music or like, da, uh, da, da, yeah, da, as he's just da, walking away or like the Lonely Man da, theme da, from da, The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> da, 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 and just walking away. Hitching a ride. He doesn't have a car. You're like, yeah, what? he doesn't have a car. He's just hitching he a like ride. He like hitchhiked all the way over here. He's like, yeah. I just stay in my shop. It's <laughs> <laughs> where I eat, breathe, and live, man. But yeah, yeah so following this, yeah. uh, Invincible gets the call that uh, Dinosaurus is ripping up Vegas. Yeah. And they have a little scuffle where Dinosaurus reveals, like, hey, like I've been evacuating people because I set up all these bombs to destroy this entire city and turn it into glass and reading this right i'm like yeah. there's no way <laughs> i'm not gonna blow up a major american like i know that they like went through they did the whole invincible war thing but right. things were repaired like they're not gonna wipe an entire city off of the map and even invincible is like hey look i got your bomb and and when dinosaurus says he's a, dumb, he's a big dumb dinosaur what's the worst he can do like yeah. seriously and so when he says yeah, it takes at least 50 to level the city. I devise these bombs myself. They'll vaporize everything. And I'm like, no, they're not. No. And then when Invincible says, when do they go off? How much time do we have? And he just goes, not enough. Yeah. And then the next, oh my God. Oh, I, my, my jaw dropped at this double page spread. Just yes. the explosions going off. I'm like, oh my God, they destroyed Vegas. Yeah. And it's, and it's just this giant sheet of glass now. It, the naked Mark, wild. just like he like appeared from the from the future, like Terminator style, and he just yeah. just just as this dust settles and everything like that, he just like stares into his own reflection. Crazy. Uh, and then the next chapter brings back my boy Powerplex. Yes, I was so happy to see Powerplex, and apparently he's. 
he's been uh, let off for good behavior and he's working with like a a Teen Titans group looks like or yeah, kind of. It's like the, the Actioneers. Yeah, the Actioneers. The, the yes. I hope we get a book for them. Uh, no, they're in Astounding Wolfman, but uh, but you can check them out okay, in Astounding Wolfman. Got it. Yeah, yeah, Astounding Wolfman. Powerplex is basically he's reformed. He's been helping them out, and it makes sense that like his whole deal is like he hates Invincible. So Invincible's been gone for ten months. So what exactly. does Powerplex do? He gets back to being a hero, right? And so, but the moment that they're like, yeah, you know, Las Vegas is gone, and there are unconfirmed reports that Invincible was there. Powerplex is like, I am going to murder this man immediately. <laughs> It was such a big trigger, like that, like big, like one page of, of like yeah. Powerplex just going, what? And it's just, oh yeah. We get like a quick little cut to Brit, who is rocking a new costume. Yeah. Which I, I kind of miss the, the British turtleneck, but this looks, this looks more superhero-esque, yeah. I guess. A little, a little more complimentary of his like exactly. powers and sense. Uh, yeah, this is from, um, uh, this is, this is a side trip to uh, Guarding the Globe, the Guardians of the Globe. That's going to be uh, one of on. our one of our uh, pit stop episodes. Yes, indeed. But uh, we see that dinosaurs survived the explosion, so he's still out yes. there. We get a follow up on the Chris story, where it turns out that he sold his tech to a to a thief. And yeah, another another guy. Yeah. <laughs> who just just like, and he actually takes the name. It was very yeah. It, this is a very like like static shock kind of thing. Yeah. That's like that's what it all kept. Re- it is. What they kept reminding me of was just like oh this is like if like Herman Schultz was just like oh, I'm gonna fight you Spider Man. Oh shit, I'm not brave enough to fight an Avenger. Uh, uh, I'll turn myself in or whatever. And it's like nah, dude, just do just like turn yourself in, and then you see him again, and it's I a love different Spider Man voice. Yeah, that's that's Spider Man. Hey, I'm Spider Man. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Hey y'all. Web in your face, and uh, uh, he has a lisp. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, it's, that was that's because a he has a mask on. Character choice. He has, he has a mask on. What? Why else would he? If you're going to he? make a choice, make it a strong choice. Exactly. That's, that's for you, listeners. That's the way you got to do it. Anyway, um. It's so he so he finds another guy. So this is like the Montana guy. Yeah. And so so he just comes in and he's like invincible and it's like, oh fuck you. All right, I get to use this shit. And, and so uh, Invincible and Adam Eve take him down. They show up back at Chris's place. They're like, dude, the fuck? <laughs> and like we meet his fiance, who it looks like he proposed to, got a nice yeah. little ring. Uh-huh. And she's just like, Wait, what happened? And he's like, No, no, it's fine. Invincible's like, No, I'm not like taking you to prison like i just want you to use your skills in a productive manner and so he takes him to work with sinclair and cecil which i thought was really nice which is a great idea right well who else was he gonna like like honestly like take him to because i kept thinking about like you know out of cecil i was like there's really nobody around here and nobody who can pay him exactly at least yeah like a full government job like this is like oh yeah i just love what they say about him he's like so he just invented this stuff to get yeah. an engagement ring and it's like yeah and it's just like he has no technical education it's like yeah yeah guy that's wild just, this guy just graduated high school and worked in a factory and he just just knows the parts and it was like you know that is some really impressive impressive story right there is that that is like uh that's some that good is will a hunting. superhero origin. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. very good will hunting. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. And it was like, that's pretty cool. And to work with Sinclair to with his technology, like who knows what that whole yeah, thing who is knows gonna, what's gonna happen to. there. Cause I want like there's a part of me that like wants 
this whole Sinclair redemption thing to be real, but I still, you know, they keep moving those reanimen over in the background, and I'm just like, ah, I can't forget that. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll see. Invincible clashes with Powerplex once again, and oh, again, yeah. he's able to essentially defeat him by not doing anything. My reason, he, my logic, basically. He's being very he's logical, him. actually, is what kind of kind of what he's kind of taking the place of like what robot it yeah. usually is is that mark is coming to terms with that logical sense of what is good and what is bad and right. everything that he's lead, lead up to him and, and especially experiencing the war he's like i went through war like this was here, bad yeah like this was bad and this is where this is where i am at this point so now he's like looking back this this definitely feels like a like um a post-war like um soldier going back into like the real world and i mean for both of them it's very like it's very ptsd because yeah powerplex has not gotten over the fact that he he has this delusion that invincible killed you know all these people including his wife and child who he technically killed exactly and so he's finally able to get through to him they have this breakthrough it's very emotional and i do you want to do you want to do this it's just you and me (laughs) Uh, you know what yeah let's do it all right uh let's start where where do you want to do this Let's let's just jump right to the the um, the heartbreaking stuff. Let's do uh, where at the top of the page, starting with Invincible, where he's like, "Here's what you you're ignoring, though." Okay. All right. I got. You'll be invincible. I'll do Powerplex. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. All right. And action. Here's what you're ignoring, though. The world is a horrible place. Every time I was involved in a fight that led to deaths be it one or 1,000, if I'd done nothing, it would have been worse. Your sister died when I fought my father, but that was unfortunate. But I was stopping him from taking over the planet. Hundreds died in that fight. Could have been hundreds of thousands if he won. You lie! Ah, I'm not lying. I'm, and I'm not going to fight you. I know how you absorb energy. Countless deaths are the result of your battles. I refuse to believe things wouldn't be better without you. You're reckless, sloppy, you make situations worse. You're wrong. And almost and you're almost out of energy. Your blasts are weaker. I saved the world, Powerplex. That's what I was doing in space. That's what I do. What I was trying to do in Las Vegas. I didn't plant those bombs there. I didn't turn them on. All I did was fail to stop them. I failed. But you can't blame me for that. Just like you can't blame for what happened to your family. I didn't bring them to that place. I didn't tie them up. I didn't shoot electrical currents into their bodies. I'm sorry. But you did that. You're right. Oh, God, you're right. I killed my family. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just, oh, my God. Like, it's because, like, he's got cool powers. Like, he's got a cool look. And at the heart of it, like, Powerplex is just this broken dude Mm -hmm. who, like, let trauma consume him. This is like if, uh, if this, the, the, you know, the origin, like, remember the Spider-Man Raimi movies? Like, imagine yeah. if Electro was in replacement of Sandman and this kind of, like, happened. 
You know what I mean? Oh, that would be awesome. Like that, that would have been like, yeah, this, that's what I kept thinking. It was just like, oh, Powerplex, you're just, you're just like Electro with this awesome origin story, but not uh, even like so much Electro, just like even a more powerful kind of version of him. Like this, it's, it's just amazing how like, all these characters kind of like make you remind of like other th- other yeah. great heroes and stuff like that. But at the same time, they still it's... make themselves like distinct. Yes, this is I their like... own version of this character. Yeah. yeah, and I like when like his actioneer teammates show up and he's like bound up. He's like, "I'm sorry, guys. Like it's just it's my it's my fucking trigger. Like I'm I'm just <laughs> that's my bad." Yeah, and they're just like, "Look, like it's we get it. Don't apologize. Like we're gonna figure it out." but yeah it's okay we used to be vampires so it's totally cool. yeah what the hell is going on with that again we listeners you have to read uh astounding wolfman to understand what what that's all side dish is Arrgh. about yeah. so uh next up we get the reveal that uh rex and amanda are back robot and monster girl are back and they're older they've aged at least 12 years because that's how long they spent with the flaxons um robots getting debriefed we get a quick look at our boy the capes yeah incorporated we see the sunglasses yeah hell yeah yeah no kid thor which gave me pause because i'm like what the hell happened to my kid thor i'm i'm sure there's something probably we, we, we we do find out yeah yeah but uh you know, Cecil kind of gives the rundown, and this is a very wide network. Yeah, of these, heroes. These are all side. Got. These are all side comics as well, basically. Right, that's crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, but so Cecil offers essentially offers Rex his job to coordinate all these teams to be the person who tells, who's essentially like a dispatcher to be like, all right, this is the thing that's going on. You go here and whatnot. Meanwhile, uh, Invincible is meeting up with what is her name again oh uh uh oh, shoot i i oh wait wait, wait. it was, it was in the previous one wasn't it it was in the previous no that was the Voltamite war uh it's two pa- trade backs ago um god queen queen anyway yeah um, so it's it's like queen something it's but... the warrior princess yeah from Either from superman way. the animated series <laughs> Either way, so uh, Invincible, she's been locked up ever since they had their fight. Uh, they talk about the fact that she just needs energy. So he's able to convince Cecil to let her go to take enough energy from power plants to go back and save her planet, at least for now, in the short term. So this kind of gives Mark an idea, and it's not the best idea and we're gonna continue on in the rest of this volume (laughs) but we do get little snippets like dinosaurus or his human form turns himself into cecil we get the shot of monster girl who has grown up oh yeah both and rex and something happened we we don't know what happened but something happened in that flaxen dimension and then cecil also reveals to mark that you know they've had these Rian Invincibles for a while, and right? Mark yeah. is strangely cool with it, and that was a red flag for me. I was yeah. like, "Ah, uh, I don't, Mark, what's going on here, bud?" Like, it's like you're not you're not choking, you're not going to choke me, and it's like I'm not. Uh, this is uncomfortable, and, and it makes me 
and but as uncomfortable as it makes me, you know, it still makes sense. Yeah, it's like, like I get it. I get it. I you, this is what you do. But at the same time, he's kind of right because this is what Cecil does, and yeah. he's, and he's always and he's never changed. So it's like, why wouldn't I not? Uh, not choke you is because yeah. like I expected this. I, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm disappointed. And I would be the same way. I would just be like, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Exactly. Such a parent <laughs> thing where it's just like, I thought you could change old man, but honestly, you're going to be honestly, stuck in your ways. There's, there's that side of Mark because throughout this whole volume, he's questioning his place as a superhero. Right. He's like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing and all this. So maybe he sees these things and he's like, maybe this is my out like there are going to be replacements for how me. how interesting to think of that honestly how interesting As, to think that because he, it seems it can also be that for the fact that he's uh that he just like you know what maybe i'm losing my way yeah and maybe somebody else needs to step up and seeing this is just like okay maybe maybe the, the world can be safe without a a voltramite looking after it right the most powerful being being looking at it and then uh yeah anyway we, we get uh we get a little bit of time with these guys it's what is it the, the magmaniac tether, and the tether tyrant the tether tyrant i knew yeah. it was tether something but yeah. they are still falling on hard time so they go to titan who's still doing his kingpin deal he went back to not wearing a shirt which is disappointing i feel like that's <laughs> a regression for him <laughs> i think it's just easier just for the fact that like you know, it, you know, it's those hot summer months. Well, I was going to say every time Invin Invincible is always like stopping him and ruining his shirts. So I would imagine he just like gave up and just like, I'll just wear the suit. That makes so, sense. Right. I'll just wear the suit and I'll just take off the suit. And there you go. At least, <laughs> at least nothing else is ruined. <laughs> so there's this party being thrown to kind of welcome back uh monster girl and robot. And Oosh. there's my boy. There's kid Thor. Yeah. And he's he's uh, he's growing up. Yeah, he's growing he up. He's looking adult, and yeah. he is macking on Monster Girl. Yeah. And apparently, him and Knockout are engaged. Yeah, yeah. So yeah that's really are. cool. Knockout's just like, sorry, Rex, I'm going after my fiance before he tackles her. And he like, I just, I love seeing that. I love seeing them together. I'm glad they're still together. And the progression of their like yes. relationship of these characters are still going on. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's beautiful. B e a beautiful. So, um so yes. we get this reveal i guess like maybe it it had been stated before but like apparently bulletproof is pushing 40. yes i didn't realize he was i thought he was mark's age yeah uh, no no he's actually he's actually an older guy yeah he's like almost yeah, like he's in his weird, late 30s too yeah yeah but either way uh they tease something happening between him and monster girl but she turns him down because again something happened we don't know what happened but something happened uh meanwhile magmaniac yes. and the tether tyrant break in try to kill uh machine head magmaniac gets killed tether tyrant ends up bonding permanently with his tether and turns him into this cronenberg looking like creature symbiotic cronenberg yeah. character yeah that's it's kind of crazy it, looking yeah it's amazing yeah it was kind of neat to see like a little more uh more details about these kinds of villains because like yeah we've, we've met these villains before but we never really got like what their side and what their story was mag maniac's thing was like really weird but like yeah, was the tether tyrant and the tether like... tyrant and his thing was like oh it's a it's alive that's kind of cool yeah. and so when he bond it, it's yeah it's it's that bond 
that they finally get together and it's like oh it's he turns classic, into this, you know symbiote thing where he's yeah. like oh i don't want this anymore i don't want this yeah but the tether does like give him back control yeah. Just in time for him to be like bombarded by heroes and taken into custody. Yeah. And he's like been wreaking havoc. Well, he was in his own mind trying to fight to get control. Um, he had been wreaking havoc on the city for like four hours. And yeah, we've just all like, been what? there. You know, yeah. we black out for a second, we blink, and all of a sudden we've been wreaking havoc in a city for it's four those hours. Those pub crawls, man. You know, they really get to you. You really like feel like you are bonded with a symbiotic thing that wants to bond with you forever. And when you finally say yes, you wake up four hours wreaking havoc on the city. Like we've like, all been there. Yeah, it's classic, classic, <laughs> classic boy so, girl story. Okay. Man, man meets or tyrant meets tether. Yeah, exactly. Tyrant. (laughs) It's a symbiotic relationship. As we kind of wrap up the volume, we find out that uh, Cecil and D.A. Sinclair and Chris have turned the giant uh, former place of Las Vegas into this solar powered, uh, basically using the glass to get a double reflection of solar energy. So in a way dinosaurus was right because yeah. he was like look like you know if i destroy vegas like it is a drain on natural resources this is only going to improve the environment which remake and, remake vegas yeah right it's like it would be too much right and it's and, like it's working for some reason and this affects mark this moment this small love, bubble where he just this. says dinosaurus was right and that was immediately like red flag yeah <laughs> sirens going i'm like no this is not good i don't know well, what this is but this is wrong i was gonna make this my background because this is my favorite moment in this entire trade back it's just like oh look at that you're seeing the side of the villains now you're seeing yeah. what kind of reason what logic here is is going through their mind and so, uh and it's just that classic like see, i love cecil it's like what was that he's like nothing nothing <laughs> talking to myself you know but so yeah that's my favorite moment yeah it's it's really good it's and it sets the stage for the rest of the chapter um we get more you know little bits and pieces about robot and uh and monster girl something happened and they broke up they don't like I just want to know what happened. <laughs> That's, I want to know what happened. I'm going to say it's another, like, it's going to be another adult moment. I'm going to tell you that. Oh. It's not as big as the abortion, but it's like, uh, or or getting like slapped in the face, but it's around that kind of, oh, t- that kind of thing. <laughs> so almost in, uh, in response to having this kind of epiphany that dinosaurs was right, uh, Mark has this conversation with Eve where he's like, if I do something crazy, you're going to trust me. Right. And she's like, well, yeah, I guess. And then he shows up at dinosaurs cell. And I thought for sure he was there to kill him. I Mm -hmm. thought for sure he was there to kill him. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I'm here to save you. And so he brings out dinosaurs, helps him escape. Which has, by the way, the best trigger for dinosaurus yeah. is this, is this, is, yeah, it's just indifference. He's just like bored. And he discovers that that's the whole reason why the, his human form discovers what, uh, what actually turns him. And that's why he turned himself into Cecil in the first place to be protected because he was just like, look, I can't just be contained and chained up in, I in a cell. I have to be kept busy. I have to be kept busy and entertained 
because if I become bored or indifferent about anything, I will turn into this monster. And I was like, this is the greatest. This feels like a parody more than anything <laughs> to me. Like I've, I've always heard this. I, this is still, it feels like a Saturday night live sketch for the Hulk of like, what if a guy turned into like a rampaging monster, but it was yeah. like some other different emotion. It's like indifference. Somebody like says that and it's like, okay, we're going to do it like that. It feels like such a like improv situation thing. And yeah. this works. This works because of just how, what this character is capable of. And Mark does the greatest thing of, of this when he finds out. He just starts talking about his backstory. It does. <laughs> And I love that it, it's such a good bit because it's this whole, like, it takes up the, the art of it and the whole bottom parts is split up into three panels, but it's mostly just Mark talking about the whole yeah, the, origin. and These <laughs> giant speech bubbles and the guy whose name escapes me is just Ricky. like... I think his name is Ricky. He's just like, ugh, uh, And he finally just goes, ugh. And then he just turns into... I love that. I can't <laughs> wait to see that animated. Me too. Like Just him slowly sinking down this chair until he like lurches forward and he's a dinosaur. Like, yes. I, I love that. And so uh, Invincible helps... Uh, dinosaurs escape, but not before going up against the uh, the Rihanna Vincibles, which are not doing as much damage to him as I expected them to. Yeah, Mark is getting strong. He is swole in this point, man. Like after everything he's gone through, it, it it's like um, it's kind of like that Alan the Alien effect too. It's yeah. just like every time he like gets broken his body just reforms stronger every time he like comes back yep. so it's kind of cool uh but but oh my god yeah so they break out uh he is now a wanted fugitive alongside dinosaurus and at the end of this chapter at the end of this volume uh cecil goes and tells eve like look he's a fugitive if you help him you're aiding and abetting him and then we get a last scene at the secret base of dinosaurus yes and mark's like all right let's save the world oh, oh man i don't uh oh you know that moment when uh, anakin bows in yep. front of the emperor and she's like all right I dinosaurus imagine- even has a cape Yes, he does have a cape, bro. Dinosaurs is our freaking um, racial ghoul. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, stay so, As we're wrapping up here, and as we're wrapping up this volume, uh, did you? What was your favorite moment, and what are your uh, general thoughts on the volume? Yeah, um, my my favorite moment is like honestly, it's um, it was. I remember when I first read this particular group of like comics um and i have to say like it was definitely the coming clean abortion uh scene i'm sorry to keep going at this but it's but it's so um i was shocked i remember genuinely being shocked and and coming to this again i was just like i i completely forgot too i completely forgot i was like what happened to her child i don't remember what happened because i swear i remembered something and then when she when it was getting to this moment and i was like oh no Oh no, I think I remember now. And it still got me. It still yeah. gets you really bad. And it's 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 my favorite human moment in this in this comic. Uh my favorite superhero movement is definitely Mark realizing um the logic of Dinosaurus and just as uh, that two-page spread of just like he was right. 
and, and um, you as the member go like, oh no, that is a slippery slope there. Yeah. That is a terrible slippery slope. So whatever you do is like, whatever's going to happen, please be careful. And the next thing he's breaking the dinosaurs out and he's <sighs> just like working with this guy now. And, and, you know, the escalation of that, you know, from he got through all of the most like powerful villains he's come up with in the most yeah, recent, uh, like a uh, couple of issues. And it's like that, it's that warrior princess and the, and, uh, and powerplex. Like he was able to get through to him. And in some, even like some other regular heroes that uh, regular villains that he knows he can take care of right. because, uh, because he's just um, a superhero. But um, yeah, I think that's what I kind of love the most out of this was the logical sense of, of, of Mark. Uh, he, he is like, he's growing up, but he's also sure. being, but he's also, um, he's also at that stage in, in all our lives where we think we know everything. We, think right. we know what's right. We know what's logical here. Um, but we forget about the emotion of what yeah. you feel, but maybe this feeling, maybe this feels like a bad idea and you just don't, feel it yet you're just too busy like this rationalization just makes sense to me so right. why should i question it uh, yeah yeah i absolutely agree this was this was a coming off of like how bombastic last volume was this felt much more intimate and personal which i think was the right decision mm -hmm. um kind of like a come down but at the same time very much pushing forward the narrative um my favorite moment was the powerplex confrontation anytime powerplex yes. shows up is oh, a yeah. big thumbs up from me oh yeah but absolutely. uh yeah so that does it for uh volume 15 of invincible uh lots of stuff happened and a lots of stuff are on the way oh uh, man. next week we're gonna be covering invincible volume 16 entitled family ties family that's gonna ties. be uh issues 85 through 90 and the little preview goes like this the aftermath of the viltramite war continues on mark is unprepared for the challenges his brother olivier and alan the alien set before him get ready for a beatdown in the grand invincible fashion that yes. i don't know how to feel about that are Ooh. we gonna get a throwdown? are I'm we gonna get oh man I, i'm saying what alan is gonna go through in the next volume is gonna mirror what mark is going through in this volume oh man yeah because he last time we saw him he's got the scourge virus now so yeah we don't know what's gonna happen he's in uh, alan's in charge now and uh he's got that scourge virus on the back of his mind going like <sighs> what am i gonna do and he's also have not heard back from mark and nolan yep about what happened to the Voltramites if they did yeah. go to earth or not oh, um man. so we're gonna find that out um in the next volume that along with uh more dinosaurs as well more dinosaurus the dinosaurus saga continues so uh tune in for that next week next friday uh hopefully malcolm will be back with us and we can have our three musketeers back together again indeed uh, so tune in next week same geek time same geek channel for volume 16 of invincible but for now for olivier and the raftars this is eric azana this is jacob brown and we will See you next time. Have a invincibly good day.
Riverside.